So it being St. Patty's Day and all, I've got a, an Irish joke here. It says, uh, this is a true story. It happened back in the 70s when uh, Tip O'Neill was talking to Joe Biden in the Capitol building there. Two Irish fellas, you know. They were contemplating life when uh, Joe Biden asked, uh, if you had to get one or the other, would you rather get Parkinson's or Alzheimer's? And uh, Tip said, uh, well, they could rather get Parkinson's. You know, because it's better to spill a couple of ounces of Jameson than to forget where you keep the bottle. Recorded live, simply to reduce the amount of time spent in post-production, the new Indispensable Show with Sable and Dave. Let's take a deep dive into the shallow end of American culture. Welcome back, Dave. After a hard drive crash. Yeah, that was weird. It uh, shut the show right down. The mic went off and I see nothing but red and like wave dead waveforms up on the computer there. Yep. Do you think Biden, by the way, has forgotten where he puts the bottle? I think he forgot how to drink. Maybe. Doesn't he have a sippy cup? Do they have him like Poor guy. intravenous uh, fluids uh, on a little wheeled stand that goes behind him now? Poor fella. By the way, um, totally okay to insult white guys still, and I mm-hmm. think that's a good thing for white guys because um, you never want to. I, I never want to see my my people, my white guys, uh, so uh, decimated or uh, downtrodden that everybody is afraid to. Um, oh, you can't if you're um, not a white person. You can't read the word white boy out of a dictionary. It's so offensive and. It's like punching down. It's like, oh, God. So I'm glad that uh, still okay, okay to make fun of white guys because we're the only ones you can blame everything on, make fun of, insult in any way you want. That, I'll take it because that means I'm on top, baby. I always had a, th- I always had a, a deal with my friends when, I was, when we were teenagers. And pe- you know, we'd all get in trouble, but I wasn't going to go home and get in trouble with my parents because you know, I moved out at 16. <laughs> so I would always tell my friends... Just tell your fa- tell your parents it's my fault, <laughs> and I just extended that. Tell your girlfriend it's my fault. I would just tell like everyone I hung out with, just whatever happens, tell them it's my fault. And this totally backfired on me, as you can imagine, <laughs> because later I would be meeting some, I would meet somebody, I would be somewhere, and they'd go, "Oh, I've heard that name Sable." They'd go, "Oh, you're Sable," <laughs> and then they would tell me about some horrible thing that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. And what I found out happened, because this happened for many, many years, people just started blaming me for things that I wasn't around for. They were just... It like, sort of became like a Bob's Your Uncle phrase around the around uh, it, the uh, the high desert out there where you were living? Well, it was here in uh, Red- Redondo Beach. Oh, okay. Redondo Beach in Torrance, and then later out in the high desert during my high school years. Mm-hmm. So I'd meet someone, they'd say, oh, you're Sable. I'm like, what happened? And then she would tell me about something her boyfriend did. And I was like, I'm not even sure I know that guy. <laughs> so it's it's become a really long running joke. Yeah, well, now now we've got a version of uh, blame Putin right mm-hmm. now. He's responsible for everything. I, I, I heard Biden say that uh, the, um, he says, make no mistake, which when you hear a politician say, make no mistake, get ready for a lie right. to come out. <laughs> yeah, we, we call that a performative. Ah, yeah, right. So he says, uh, make no mistake, the current gas spike, gas price spike is because of Putin. And I'm like, well, technically, that could be true. The current, meaning today's gas spike that right. happened after the... Like maybe the last 50 cents yeah. could be related to yeah. the instability. Even though, but, and I didn't even think they would try to trot this bullshit out because everybody was well aware if you drive a car that the gas prices were shooting up to insane levels oh, yeah. before Putin decided to move on Ukraine. But this was one of the, the Biden promises. He promised to shut down a very important pipeline. And on day one in the office, he did. He shut down a pipeline. Yes. Uh, I think he also did some other stupid shenanigans that just caused us to just have to buy oil from overseas rather than produce it here. Like maybe right. it's something to do with Anwar maybe or Alaska and some other places. But well, we th- This we, is all could be total fake news, by the way. This is all bullshitty, weird stuff where somebody claims, oh, Trump caused the prices to go down. And then they go, well, it's kind of maybe true because of this. And you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. And then they go, well, Biden, did, you know, it's... It's th- all fake news, man. Everything's think, fucking fake. I think it takes years for the for oil companies to to get new production going and have a flow of product. But 
if you look at four or five years ago, we were producing oil for ourselves and we were selling oil out to other countries. Yeah. And gas prices were getting lower. Mm-hmm. And then whatever had changed, we're not producing that 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 oil anymore. We're not we're not fracking coastal yeah, right. certain certain ways of accessing oil that we had that gave us a a benefit, which were definitely cleaner than anything that Venezuela or China or Russia is going to do. Yeah, were canceled so that we could buy dirtier fuel for mm-hmm. less cost from these other countries. Why does this work on his constituents? Why do they think? Why do they buy this? I, I don't. Right I don't now, know. if we really cared about the environment, we would only buy our own oil that we could control the quality of the drill. Totally, and we would be building nuclear power plants. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, which we're kind of, maybe, sort of, start going to do now, but we're way behind the curve on that. I'd like to see us in a position where we have a small, they call them like a small backyard nuke in each little neighborhood. It's getting to where it's safe enough to where you could do that quite easily. You can you can run a small nuclear reactor in an in an obscure looking uh, place. You wouldn't you would never know it enough to run for blocks and blocks and blocks of neighborhood for a thousand years with no waste. Yeah. With very, yeah. very little um, radioactive material. Yeah, it's, it's uh, super safe. We know very well how to contain this now, and it's very, this, this new generation uh, reactors are really going to be awesome once they get online here. Mm-hmm. We should be doing that. Um, thanks to uh, Michael Schellenberger and a couple other guys for convincing the Democrats finally that this was okay. So they've been dragging their feet forever on this. Well, let's do it. All right, we gotta we we skipped our most important thing here. Sorry, yeah. We gotta start with drinks. We can't start with heavy heavy duty. Yeah, topics. what is this scotch we're called that we're uh, imbibing right now? Now this is a scotch that I got for my birthday. Oh, uh, it's called. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. I've been calling it Edradour. Yeah, it could be Edradour at Edrador. I don't know. Edrador maybe. But what's interesting about this, it's a very, very dark and rich and mellow whiskey. Yeah. But it is from the the smallest legal um, still in production hmm. in Scotland. It started in 1825. Holy Christ. 1825 they've yeah. been making this. Why? That, that's why it's so good. And this was started aging when uh, Obama was still president. Looks like ten years, so that's why it's so dark. Just kidding. Um, Ooh. It has, <laughs> no, it has like a chocolatey, uh, nutty flavor to it. It's good. I, I like it better than the space side um, ones. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Isla guy because I like mm-hmm. the super smoky ones and Lagavulins. Like yeah, but I love the Lagavulin, and this one is kind of an in betweener. I like it better than like the regular, uh, like a like a. Um, not a Laphroaig. What's the what's the common one? You know, like Jameson. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's Irish whiskey. Is this not a yeah? This is Scotch. This is Scotch. So, um, I'm thinking of the, the standard, like a Johnny Walker, and those. I I don't mm-hmm. like those as much. I'll drink them. <laughs> Someone pour and I'll drink them. Right. But I like this better. It's got a yeah, like I said, nutty, chocolatey sort of uh, lovely um, fragrance. Yeah, it's a it's very interesting, especially after I had that we had that big bourbon tasting with all the rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, the rabbit hole is all gone. <laughs> I was trying to save some for one of our buddies who couldn't make it to the party, but I couldn't save it forever. <laughs> so I, I drank yeah. all all four bottles down to like one pour left, and then over a couple nights just finished those. Yeah, they just went they they went to the recycling one after another. So Edredor, I don't I didn't even look up the cost. I don't know how much it cost. I got it for my birthday. It's got an attractive label as well. It's kind of nice, and I think it's a nice story. Eighteen twenty five. Yeah. And all all the rules change, so it's the um, it's the I think it's the last handmade single malt scotch from a farm distillery still that, that explains that's the, in the, production. That explains the fingernail that I just drank in there. It's handmade. Hey, a little bit of extra um, <laughs> a little extra calcium there for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> extra keratin. Oh, so there's our uh, that's our drink that we're listening that we're drinking this week. And then uh, you were going to tell me about some stuff in VR you've been watching. Yeah, I'm, you know, my daughter got her, she, uh, my 11 year old daughter bought uh, the um, herself a VR headset with her own money from Petty Cash, right? Yeah, you know, from her own cash, 
hard earned. Um, we keep her working in the coal mine now in the back there. It's totally legal. She, yeah, she uh, you know she handed the man at Target three hundred smackers of her own money. I paid the tax for. Her. I figured she was close enough. But anyway, um, you know, I have to plead with her. Can I use your headset tonight? And sometimes she's like, okay. But I, I've been uh, doing uh, some viewing on there, and I don't really do the games and the VR so much. Um, I, I did, I did try looking at some naughty things, and I decided I don't want to look at that anymore because it's like. You could just disappear in there <laughs> if you go to like you porn or something and you look at some of that's like whoa and, and like also, a 3d woman standing in front of you is like I, i'm not, this is just going to ruin things i'm just going to go out of here her she could see your browsing history so you really don't want that mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to look up the uh the private browsing tab so <laughs> but uh so i decided i'm not gonna go in there very often at all because i could uh, get yeah you, know, you can go go uh go dark and go uh go get lost forever but what so I, if the podcast doesn't ever come back you'll know what happened to dave <laughs> yeah. in vr he disappeared into the pubic triangle actually the girls don't even have pubes anymore on these videos i noticed but i'm gonna try to lay low on that stuff because it's like a <laughs> once in a while thing it's literally like if you're seeing a 3d beautiful woman in front of you doing stuff and it's like you're in the room wow mm-hmm. interesting so anyway what i have been doing a lot more of is um uh, watching uh, well, I was. <laughs> if you go into the VR uh, theater, it's called. I think it's called the Void Theater uh, in VR world, but it's the Amazon VR app. And you go in there. It's a little slow um, to load. It's a little clunky. I don't like the interface very well. But when you're viewing a movie in there, it it uh, quite literally is like you are sitting in an IMAX theater. You can control the size of the screen, and it goes from like big to bigger to holy shit IMAX. But it really simulates that you're in a big theater looking at a big screen that's like eh, 50, 60 feet away, and it's like a four-story screen. So I've been watching Reacher on that, which is a good show. I'm only into the first episode. I'll watch like 10 minutes a night, and then I then I listen to like Tim Pool podcast or something. But I've been watching this in there, and it's really, it's really great to watch this. You have this uncomfortable goggles on your head, but that's the only... You do forget that you're not in a theater watching this stuff. It's That's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, and then Netflix has uh, one where you're sitting in like a chateau and you're watching maybe like a 150-inch screen in front of you and there's like a fireplace and there's like a coffee table with a magazine and like a cup of cocoa there. <laughs> and you're sitting there, you look to your left and there's a, a window with a, a snowy mountain outside. Like and It's like really cozy. Like, oh, this is really nice. And you can look, you just look around. Yeah, it's great. And uh, I rented... Um, on YouTube, should I go into the movie that I saw, or you want to just because uh, I was going to talk about the Green Knight anyway, which is uh, I, I rented that. Sure, why not? I watched it on YouTube though, which isn't quite as fancy a VR experience as the uh, Netflix or the um, Amazon Prime, but it's just like a fl- screen that's like floating in space, but you can kind of control. It. it seems like it's maybe ten or twenty feet away, and you can make it really huge and stuff. But Green Knight, pretty interesting. I think it's a story about uh, or certainly the movie they made was a story about very masculine story because it's about honor. You know, because you know what this story is. The Green Knight shows up. Green Knight, by the way, looks a lot like... You remember reading Hollywood Nights, mm-hmm. which we're going to yep. maybe do a live version of on the podcast. I hope so. I hope, I hope we get that together. Um, uh, it's a screenplay I wrote a couple years back. But uh, the bad guy, you know, Morgana is the villain in my screenplay, and the, her knights are like living trees or bushes, like they're shrubs, but they're knights, but they have like face that's like bark. He's like, he's just like that. When he moves, it sounds like trees bending, you know, oh. like, damn it. That's exactly what I was writing in my script. But anyway, he, that doesn't seem to have much to do with the story. The, maybe there's some uh, very underlying subtext about him being like a plant or something, but I don't think so. But he basically just says, you know, challenges some of the knights, you know, you get to, you hit me with a blow, and then one year later, you have to come to Xenob. We'll give you the same exact blow, you know. And they're like, the one guy wants to prove himself, and it's Sir Gawain, which they keep pronouncing sort of like Garwain, but I think they're British, so they say Gaw, and it sounds like they're saying Gar. Gawain. Yeah. And he's, and he's oddly like he's an Indian actor, Dev Patel, I think. But it all works, whatever, because his mom's like a uh, Indian looking gal, and she's like a sorceress or something. But so. The um, you know, it's, it, I don't think there's much of a spoiler here because this story is like a thousand years old, so you've had plenty of time to fucking look it up. <laughs> so, but but uh, you know, he he cuts off the Green Knight's head, and then everyone's like, oh, oh, that was easy. And then the Green Knight stands up, picks up his head, rides out of the thing, and they're like, oh shit, you know. So he has one year, and then he has to go out and do this. But what happens in this story is he? Um, I don't know if it's the same as the um, uh, 
the legend, but um, he, you know, when he gets out there, he actually chickens out, doesn't go through with it. So he does not hold up. He does not hold up to his agreement. So and I think women would be like, yeah, fine. Because, <laughs> you know, we always say women have no honor. They'll get out of any deal that they find is not right. no good, no longer any good for them. But dudes, when we make an agreement, even if it was a trick, it's like, you got to follow this through. You agreed to do this thing. Right. If there's magic involved, maybe you should see what, maybe the magic will work out in your favor. Who knows? But right, right. so this is exploration of like what happens after, you know, Gawain goes, goes away. And it's like, I, I thought it was really interesting, like exploration of like, what's it like to live with yourself knowing that you're not honorable? You know, what happens to your kingdom? It's, it's really interesting. So it's got an interesting ending where they play with time a little bit. And they kind of show you some, you know, like, alternate endings it's interesting it's really it's really good so, okay I, wouldn't, I, I recommend it. it's very artistic and cool so. i wouldn't have it wasn't even on my radar yeah not a lot of nudity sadly so bad marks for that <laughs> i always <laughs> like to see uh lots of uh, medieval gal nudity in there when the late like uh game of thrones delivered on that certainly the first season yeah before before they got uh protested yeah <laughs> so I, I do recommend the green knight put on your thinking cap when you watch it okay wow I, I might have to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you recommend it in VR? I, I think I'm recommending everything in VR now because it's like very immersive. Um, even watching TV shows, I was watching the um, Upload. You, you ever see that one? Yeah, I saw Upload. Um, I've only, I, I don't think I'll continue. I just want to see what it was. Um, but I was watching that. Uh, so it's interesting watching TV shows in IMAX. It's, it's, it's a better experience, I think. Yeah, Reacher, I think Reacher is made in such a way that you could really yeah. get out of that quite a bit yeah and he's a huge guy it's very cinematic so i recommend right. uh, reacher in vr yeah okay yeah. interesting well i did want to say uh happy saint patrick's day yeah i don't i never really knew what saint patrick's day was about but all you irish folks seem to love it drinking drinking beer and stuff i was at slater's 50 50 today and i was offered some green beer and i was like yeah i'm just here to do i saw writing. a lot of people wearing green shirts and i was yeah i couldn't figure out why and then i was and then i realized <laughs> oh that's the thing that people still do. Yeah. So I just, I told everyone I was wearing green underwear and if they wanted to look, we had to go outside. <laughs> that didn't work out so no. well. Oh. So I did, I did find a couple jokes. I didn't write these, but I, I thought I would share. Mm-hmm. Why did St. Patrick drive all the snakes out of Ireland? Oh, um, why did he drive all the snakes out of Ireland? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I don't know. It was too far to walk. <laughs> What do you call that one? What do you call a leprechaun with a sore throat? Oh, I think I heard you say this earlier. A streprechaun? A streprechaun. Okay, one more for you. I got one more for you. What do you call a fake Irish diamond? Fake Irish diamond. Uh, I don't know. A sham rock. <laughs> so I don't know Very what the good. deal is with. Saint, I blame Sable for those. I don't know what the so deal. Call is back from with, earlier <laughs> with St. Patrick, or why we celebrate this uh, as a national holiday, this uh, Christian holiday. I guess it must be something to do with the very large constituency of Irish folk that were mistreated in the early days of this country. But it is probably the most widely celebrated holiday in the world. Yeah, uh, you're right. They were mistreated. They used to um, send the Irish people down to do really dangerous work if they didn't want to risk um, injuring a slave because slaves were property to these guys. They're like, right. I can't risk a slave. Why don't you get one of those Irish fuckers down there? <laughs> so that's it what was, they would do. It was pretty bad. It uh, was bad for both the slave and the Irishman, I must uh, I add, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't do sorry, those I, things. I, we don't say slave anymore. We have to say enslaved person. Uh, okay. That's a new thing. Sure. You got it. Anyway, we celebrate it here, and I think it's a great reason to go out and drink whiskey or kiss a red-headed woman. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by the second thing that you just said. Uh, well, you should have been out at the, uh, at the Shakey's Pizza Parlor tonight, because there was a lot of them. Really? Yeah. And the green shirts galore. I think I love uh, the redheads are uh, uh, quite a thing. I'm thinking of Maureen O'Hara back in the, uh, in the John Wayne film. Which one was that? The Searchers? Was it? No. Uh, I forget. Or uh, uh, 
Myra Myra Kelly and uh, the Red Shoes. Is it Myra Kelly? Jeez, I'm like I'm like really the uh, the Eredredor is already uh, messing with my memory. Was it? You know, Dave. Every Myra, time we get together, you blame the alcohol on your inability always, to it's think. It's because I'm always drinking every time we get together. Oh, that's what it is. Well, you look it up, and I want to. I just want to give a little warning. Um, <laughs> Yeah, look up the red shoes. You, you know that during the day, I do a lot of work with IT security, and I try to yeah. not bring all of my work onto the show, but a lot of regular, normal people transfer money to each other with a company called Zelle. Yes. Have you, have By you the way, used Zelle? Mo- Moira Shearer. I had Myra Kelly on there. I'm just Moira Shearer. Mo- Moira Shearer. Very so, lovely uh, dancer. So are you familiar with Zelle? Yeah. You know Zelle? Yeah. yeah, it's in my um, banking app. Yeah, so Zelle's, it's, it's in all the banks, and... What it does is actually pretty great. It's a direct bank-to-bank transfer, and you get the money instantly. Unlike if I if I send you money on PayPal and you want to transfer that to your bank account, it takes a couple of days to clear hmm. for PayPal to clear back to your bank account. Hmm. So if you want to buy something with the money through PayPal, you're fine. And it's the same way with the Cash App and Venmo. If I send you 200 bucks on the Cash App and you want to put it in your bank account, it's going to take a, a couple of days before the money is available. But with mm-hmm. Zelle, it's instant. And there's no recourse for you if you get defrauded oh. of your Zelle money. And so there's been quite a few, a, a very large uptake in Zelle fraud people tricking you into mm. sending your money to the wrong number or the wrong email or sending a Zelle request. And when people would go to the bank and say, hey, I just lost $1,500 on Zelle. Shit. I think that means the penis enlarger I ordered is not coming. Oh. Okay. You go. probably don't need it anyway. No. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice. That's Dave does not suck at improv right now. So... <laughs> oh boy. So uh, when the when when the person who lost their fifteen hundred bucks goes to the bank and says, you know what, this this was clearly fraud. I want you to put the money back. The bank says, no, you sent the money, and they yeah. say, no, no, I was tricked. Mm. I didn't I didn't want to send the money, but I was defrauded. And if this happened on my credit card or my ATM card or if I wrote a check, then you would replace the money. It's it's insured by the FDIC, that corporation, right? They go, no, no, this is Zelle. Hmm. A bunch of banks got together and created a way for you to make a payment where we don't have to guarantee it. Wow. You push the button. <laughs> it's not our fault. Yeah. You lost your money. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. So just keep an that eye out true. on that. That is true. All right. I don't, I don't want to side with... Zell on this, but because people do get defrauded, mm-hmm. especially the um, if if you are an older senior citizen in your eighties, sometimes you're not always aware of all the jargon or the terminology that some people are using, and you know I feel like some people are more vulnerable to that. So I hate yeah. to see that happen, but there's a lot uh, of money four hundred ninety yes. billion dollars. Last year was sent through Zelle. Um, I'd like to uh, go back to my. I know there. Uh, somebody is proposing. Well, I think someone's proposing to make uh, um, daylight savings time permanent, and then also I think Marco Rubio is proposing to get rid of it completely, which I like better. But I, I would rather see them introduce legislation that would say automatic death penalty for hackers, like first offense. If you steal, if you steal fifty cents from a grandmother, you get your head chopped off like on the spot once they find you. I don't care if you're 12, 20, or thirty-five years old. That's a little think? bit like Saudi Arabia, though. <laughs> Good. Saudi Arabia, they behead people. In mm-hmm. fact, as soon as this war started, um, Saudi Arabia beheaded eighty people in one day. Damn. And I think it was like this. They looked around. They said. You know, the U.S. isn't looking, like, nobody's looking right now, guys. Let's clear out the cells. we got to make room for more. Who 80, are these, who are 80 these, or 81 uh, people. Who are these uh, souls who were uh, uh, taken out? You know, they, know? Can, they can arrest you for anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether they're real criminals or whether they're criminals of the state because they looked at somebody's uh, daughter when she was walking by. Remember that guy I was talking about who'd been in Egypt and he was a, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, crap, I forgot his name. 
but he was on Rogan talking about how though uh, that in Egypt, I think it was, you're getting thrown in jail for like, oh, you were a Jew and then you became a Muslim, they would throw you in jail. If you were a Muslim and you became a Jew, they would throw you in jail. <laughs> Because they don't want you thinking for yourselves. Like this person is changing his mind, thinking from we don't we don't want mm. this. Interesting. So it could have been people like that. I have not no been reason. able to keep up with Rogan. It's mm. it's on Spotify. I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, I don't either. I just usually do Google Podcasts, but I will check every week or so, see who he had on, and I'll, I'll go through. Because sometimes there's a nugget in there, good nugget. Mm-hmm. Why well, I've been able to go when I'll hear like, oh, he had somebody good on. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of good people, but. It's I don't like Spotify for podcasts. Google Podcast is great. Um, I still like Overcast. It's still because mm-hmm. I paid for it years ago. It's still pretty solid. I just found out that the um, the the guy that runs WordPress, so the company's name is Automatic. They bought my old favorite podcast app, Pocket Casts. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's a great podcast app. Uh, it's Pocket also free. Cast. Pocket Cast, and it works on Android. It works on on iOS, and if you want to use it on the web, you got to pay them some money. Mm. Otherwise, it's totally free. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. It's yeah. fine, just fine. So keep an eye out for you know if you guys are sending each other money. Yeah. Just even with credit cards, like if I just give some, but well, I guess look, if I go to eBay and I buy something and it turns out to be um, fraudulent, yeah, that's where the insurance kicks in you're saying for the other thing but right so so let's look at the ebay ebay first you go to ebay and you say this person defrauded me you go to ebay first Mm. and ebay will just refund your money okay well that's good even if you paid with zelle (laughs) through Uh, ebay oh that they take it i wonder i i don't know i think Mm. ebay separately of however you paid will take care of that they should because they're hosting that on the behalf of the buyer yeah, they're that, hosting that person on their site. They should be. That, you know. That's why the sellers have to be so careful on eBay. Yeah. But then separately, let's say that you used your Visa or your American Express card to buy something and you fought with them. And I've had to do this before. You're like, hey, this this was not my charge. I didn't, you know, Dave, you're running your company. I didn't authorize this charge. I want you to refund this. I never wanted to buy that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't tell you to do that. And I, it's a mistake. And you say, no, it's not a mistake. And I go to my credit card company and I say, look, I talked to Dave's company. I told him this was not a charge I authorized and he refuses to. So I'm going to claim it as a fraudulent charge. And the credit card company will give me the money. Hmm. Okay. They'll just give it back. Yeah. Credit card companies write off and yeah, they write off. They write we, off we all, all we all pay for that through our taxes and stuff. <laughs> they yeah. all send the bill back to us eventually. Well, and and interest and rates. Elon Musk and those guys who pay sixty billion dollars. I mean, how much did he pay? Hundred million in taxes? What did he pay? I don't think he paid anything in taxes. Well, he he recently was gonna he had to liquidate some stocks, so he ended up paying right around the time Elizabeth Warren was saying a few months ago that it's time for billionaires to pay their share. He said, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, "I just paid the most taxes any human has ever paid to a government." in the history of governments and humans. And she's telling me I need to pay more. He's like, it was, he had some very funny comment to her. He's, he's it was quite funny, but I think he paid like a hundred million dollars because he cashed out like $6 billion worth of stocks or something. So, oh yeah. Something like that. Okay. I, I didn't could have all, his... I could have the numbers all wrong, but it was, it was the most money anyone's ever paid in taxes for any time period. We, we can look that up. We'll, yeah. we'll follow up on Elon's tax payment. Yeah. But I, so we, we talked about your credit card. And then if you let's say you have it in your bank account and yeah. you go and you go to the the Arco gas station and you use your your debit card oh, what to buy gas. What if there's a dipper thing on there maybe? Well the gas stations are, are covered in those okay. everywhere. Yeah. If oh. you if you ever use your debit card, um, there's a pretty good chance there's a skimmer on that hmm. credit card machine. The the gas I mean the gas stations go check it all the time and they they'll put a sticker, the good ones will put stickers on them when they check. Because you have to grab the front and pull pretty hard to I pull the skimmer forget, off. I always forget to do that. Fuck. <laughs> to check the skimmer? Yeah. So you put your card in, and then you type in your for pin. for a chip thing, too, if I just hold the, the, the what's it called, the, the tapper? You're just tapping? Yeah. Is there a thing for tapping? Can they steal that, or is it just the, the sliding skimmer? Um, you're typing in your pin when you tap, right? No, tap is like the one that's got that right. little... 
Why, so you're why using the, you you're using the credit card just touch version it of it to the pad. Yeah, is that safer or it's safer? Okay, good, good. It's not much safer, but it's safer. All right. So, <laughs> but let's say that you get your debit card stolen, which happened to me a while ago. Oh wow! And it Did was you the leave same it way or something. I went. No, I went. I I'm went. Have a little more of the oh, Edredor. Please, please go ahead. I went to the gas station and uh, somebody skimmed my card. It Ooh. used to happen at restaurants too. You remember you used to hand your credit card? And you're a cyber, you're a security, I would say you're like an expert. You teach courses on this. Yeah, but I was in the, I was in the army at the time. This was a while ago. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was riding my motorcycle. I was thinking if it happened now. Yeah. Tucson, Arizona. Yep. And I got a call from my bank and they said, were you in Redondo Beach an hour ago? And did you buy a tank of gas and a couch and something else? And you're trying to buy Dave a uh, penis enlarger. It was, it was like twenty two hundred bucks, oh. and I was like, no, no, I just I just spent six dollars <laughs> filling up my gas tank here in Tucson. Ooh, so fuck. that kind of fraud is covered. It's through your bank. That's mm-hmm. when they say that FDIC insured, you're insured. That's what it means. And yeah. maybe it took a day or two. Uh, and I think my bank was really good. It just instantly they took care of it and settled it in the back end. And, and they I seem to be pretty good with that stuff lately. I didn't have any overdraft fees or anything, but I've actually never used my debit card to make a purchase ever since that day. Hmm. Never. Well. I don't use my debit card ever. It goes in the ATM and that's it. Hmm. And hmm. even then, I only well, go I'll to take it from ATMs. a security expert who teaches courses on uh, cybersecurity. Yeah. This is the. Uh, Man, scamming is a big deal. So that brings us all the way to Zelle. Mm-hmm. You get defrauded on Zelle, your money's gone. Just like cash. Good God. All right. Until they... Government's going to figure out some way to uh, to uh, fix that. Because especially the Democrat the establishment, they don't want anybody to ever have any sort of hardship at all or be responsible for anything. So they'll probably try to figure out a way for Zelle to just be insured too. I don't think Which they want people could to be have good. money. I don't though. know. Huh? I don't think they want people to have money is the problem. Mm. Yeah, they'd rather do the like social credit score and things mm-hmm. like that. And they'll just decide to, if you bought this thing, well, uh, you earned enough points to be able to go to this place over here where we want you to go and all that shit. Right. Oh, Dave, you, you watched the right show on Netflix. We're going to bump your credit up 15 oh. points, and now we're going to loan you $50 so you can go out to dinner. Yeah, yeah. You but watched, you have to uh, go to one of these approved restaurants. Right, the vegan restaurant. You, and can't, you, go have to the, order you can't go to the plant- Tourist Korea. Yeah, and you have to order plant-based food. See where this is going? This uh, yeah, is a terrible I, yeah. idea. Actually, uh, it, it sounds crazy, but it always sounds crazy uh, when uh, Alex Jones and uh, uh, maybe us says it, and then five years later, you know, the, the uh, conspiracy theories are, they be, they're basically the, the new way of life in five years. It's really weird. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing the, Alex Jones screaming about chips being implanted for, for them to tell if you have been vaccinated. And everyone's like, you're crazy. But some company just came up with them and they put them like right there in your little between your thumb and forefinger. Well, Bill Gates was talking <laughs> yeah. about that yeah, two years ago. Yeah, they wanted to do it. He just He's just telling you what, what they wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know I had this news item here I wanted to bring up real quick? Sure. Uh, uh, hotel maid service is going away. You know this? Like if you stay at uh, one of the big resort hotels, they don't just automatically send a maid in to clean your room like in Vegas anymore because it kind of went away with COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've decided, hey, kind of we like this. I'm actually not necessarily a fan because I always found it stressful like, Oh, are they going to clean our room? Are we going to have to put my stuff away? Or, or are they not going to leave towels? I, I, should I call and ask for more towels? Or should I hang the towel up? It's like a little stressful sometimes. But uh, I think it just depends on the length of the stay. If yeah, I'm I just usually there don't for care. one or two nights, I don't need the place cleaned up. Well, certainly not one night. But yeah, two nights, I don't really want it. I might want some extra towels or something. Right. But, uh, so that's going away. But you know what's not going away, Sable? You know, Motel 6 uh, says that what is not going away, though, is the foul odors of unknown origin, uh, the mysterious stains on the ceiling, and the patches of luminol reactant dried goo on the bedspreads. Ah. All staying. Thank you very much, Bill. <laughs> That's good. I would, <laughs> I would suggest never touching the comforters in the hotel rooms. First thing I do when I walk in, I take it off and I put it in the corner far away. Because <laughs> I don't think those things are washed. <laughs> no. No. They're oh. very luminol reactant. Uh, people are looking that up right now if they don't know. Like... <laughs> All right. So, Dave, you said something to me as we were getting set up, and what you said was, we should figure out what do we think 
Putin is going to be doing. Yeah, or or what, what do you mean by that? I meant that? like just like people are getting together at like you know gatherings and cocktail parties. How are we determining? Guys like us are sitting there like, how are we determining what we think Putin's going to be doing? Like, what what's he thinking? Is mm-hmm. he going to use a nuke? Is he going to use a nuke on Ukraine? Is he going to go out? Because he might, maybe he's crazy. Is he just going to go out and like, I'm going to be the Antichrist and start World War III. I'm going to launch everything. You know, in this, uh, like I was just saying, everything's fake news now. Like, how, how much of it being reported is actually true? We have no idea uh, of like what... Vlad's actually thinking and you know they're saying well he recently attacked because he got poor information because his generals didn't want to tell him the sad state of his army but maybe that's true I I don't know we just don't know I don't know what to think and will will his submarine guys actually carry out that order what do you think I mean if they got the order to shoot I hear a lot of people talking about this and I feel like most everyone is talking out of their butt <laughs> they have no idea what's going on they don't have any any perception of what could possibly be motivating the Russians in this case. And I never hear anybody say, this is the state from the Russian perspective, and here's what's motivating them to do this. I haven't heard anybody explain that from a Russian perspective. Mm. Because I don't know why Putin would do this. I don't know what is motivating him to push forward into Ukraine. Does it have anything to do with Ukraine at all? Is it clearly baiting us as we're getting closer and closer to shooting at Russia? If we shoot at Russia, does that really solidify a Chinese-Russian alliance the way that <laughs> they, they, they already have? They're already building an alliance. And I think that America is in the way of them furthering that alliance. So I can't imagine what Putin's motivation is Without knowing what is really what's really dri- driving him, what's the point? Yeah. We can't guess what he's going to do if we can't yeah. figure out what is he trying to do. And I don't like this. Sucks that we have guys like this who have nukes because we all basically have to entertain them. We have to do, you know, we got to we got to. Uh, they have to have a seat at the table because they have nuclear weapons. It sucks. It fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So I've heard that called veto rights. Ukraine, hmm. Ukraine has, yeah. has veto rights, or they used to because they, they gave up their nukes to Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia has veto rights. India has veto rights. North Korea has veto rights. I hope we, there's only this is going to happen with China or whoever else starts to go off the off the off the rails. But we need to have some way. I don't know if we're working on it. We better be. But is there something we can be doing to neutralize their nukes? Like we need to have lasers shoot from space. I know we, I know we have lasers mounted on planes, but it'd be great mm-hmm. to have, you know, just like the Star Wars defense that uh, Reagan was even talking about, you know, something like that, or the Iron Dome that they use in Israel. But I'm, I'm thinking like more like, you know, some satellites that have high capacity lasers that this guy, oh, there's one, they just saw it in half and it disappears harmlessly into the ocean. We should be working on something like that if we're not. Well, because that's the only way we can get around not having to give these fuckers a seat at the table. In uh, in 2010, there was this malware that spread across the world. Stuxnet. Yeah, Stuxnet. I remember. Good, good job. There's been some great novels written about it, and we didn't know what it was at the time because it was infecting everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. But what it was designed to do was it got onto a PC, a, a Windows computer, not a Mac. Uh, I don't think it went on Mac at the time. It jumped onto a flash drive. So the whole point was from the PC, don't do anything to PC, just jump on a flash drive, and the flash drive goes into the the industrial control system that controls the spin of of um, the cylinders on oh, the wow. nuclear reactor. Oh, okay, of, of the of the reactor. Okay, so the reactor had all of these different um, spinning cylinders, and they have to sp- spin at a very specific RPM, like four thousand something RPMs each. This is I- the Iranian facility, right? And it was they wrote it for the Siemens reactor that <laughs> Iran used. <laughs> Just, and it was specific. It only affected the Iranian reactor, mm-hmm. and it changed the cycle of the spin in such a way that it destroyed. Their equipment. 
It caused like instability that. and it it actually broke their reactor. It caused them delays. They had to like shut down and repair. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And that well, was that's that's a way of taking out. I don't know about nuclear weapons, but a reactor. Well, okay. it's quite possibly the way that it probably was U.S. and Israel combined. Yeah. I'm guessing, and I think that they it just got out. I think like uh, like the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, it just got out of its intended um, mm-hmm. distribution area. But mm-hmm. that's one way that because all of the weapons are highly technical. Yeah, we can just stop them. You can drop an EMP somewhere and just kill all of the warlike ability of that area, and the cell phones, and the hospitals, and the everything. Right, that would be considered a first strike, though. Like if we thought, you know, Putin was going to first strike, so we would have to first strike before that to take out his ability to do a first strike. But <laughs> it's so weird. I think, I think the level of cyber warfare that's going on every single day, yeah. twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. Against every every city, every major government institution, every school, I think the level of that is so high right now mm-hmm. that it's the the warfare is going to happen there long before it becomes kinetic. And who has the best hackers? Do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I would like to think that it's the U.S. Me too. But what I see every day, every day, it's the the Chinese dedicated corporation of hackers taking down uh, taking taking down and attacking different companies or getting them getting their uh, their tendrils into places the Chinese were behind some of our our biggest hacks that we've been subject to they got all of the military government personnel database a few years ago all of it wow and they never released any of that data. You know, when it's someone like ransomware, they get all the data from the company and then they put it out on the internet. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. We told you to give us a hundred trillion dollars or we would put this out on the web. And it goes out on the web. So this type of directed malware and and this cyber attack, well, I I had no idea we were gonna talk about this. I didn't even write any any notes. <laughs> when this conflict started with Russia and Ukraine. The uh, Ukraine, uh, I forget what his title is, their, their cyber defense the minister. The digital minister? Whatever it was. He yeah. went and he, cool. ma- he made a public call for people to join a Telegram channel. Telegram is a, is a chat, uh, chat messenger app on your phone. Everybody should go install it. And he said, mm-hmm. let's, let's get together and form an IT army. Mm, like the KISS army and the 70s. <laughs> except they're attacking... Russian targets. They're Ooh. taking Russian sites down. They're yeah. taking. Ru- they're just. They're well. If you're in the U.S. or if you're a U.S. citizen, don't do any of these things, <laughs> even if the Ukrainian government tells you to, because it's still illegal for you to attack a Russian server from the U.S. Mm-hmm. And if you get caught, you go to jail, like Kevin Mitnick. But- There's a great solution for any American hackers out there. Find where Putin keeps all his money. Ransom it and just say, hey, I'll give it back if you pull out all the troops. That's not how ransom works. You take all the troops and then you say, I'll give you your troops back if you no, give me all the take money. His money and he make him do it because he's got, <laughs> well, $200 billion, trillion dollars somewhere. They can take it all and freeze it and say, you can't have this back until you pull out the troops. And then they go, okay. And he'll do it because he likes having all that money. I'm curious. Um, I've heard reports that he might be the richest man in yeah. the world by a large margin. Yeah, I've heard that. Like three or four times what um, Bezos has. <laughs> yeah, and Musk. Yeah, but but that we don't, we just don't know. We don't have details like we do about Bezos and Musk. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So that that was a nice uh, tangent there, yeah. Dave. Now <laughs> that brings us to gas prices. Yeah, I paid six six oh nine the other day. Uh, you didn't go to Costco? No, I didn't go to Costco because I didn't want to wait in the oh, god-awful line. I went at, right at closing, which is my normal move. Mm-hmm. I go at 9.24, and I usually drive right up to the pump, and I fill up. But this time, I drove up at 9.30 the other night. It was overflowing out, out into the parking lot, and I'm like, oh, dear. Oh, yeah, they don't let the <laughs> line finish. Yeah. They're yeah. like, um, we're closed, and I'm putting the chains on. And you guys, you yeah. 12 people in line, sorry. Yeah. 
So I paid like yeah six oh nine or something first time ever, and uh, that Ouch. that darn Putin. Yeah, so you really think it's Putin? Gas prices? Well, it's not helping for sure. I, I don't think. I don't know. It's hard to tell because the gas prices do have a lot of moving parts in there with refineries and the rate of uh, you know the uh, the the drilling and where it's coming from, and there's lots of moving parts. But I know generally you, you're going to need to do a lot of convincing from to me. I, I want to see, I want to see a hundred economists all do their own investigations into what they think is going on with the recent inflation uh, and not just what they did with climate change where one guy did a study and all the other guys read it and go, yes, I agree. And it's like, oh, 100 scientists agree. No, they're all just agreeing with this one guy because they didn't really look into his report. I want 100 different guys going into this and saying, yes, analyzing why, you know, and and you're going to have to be um, very... um, very persuasive to, to to get me to think that um, the hilariously bad COVID response that the governments did with shutting everything down. Don't mm-hmm. go. Don't work. Stay home. We're printing money. You, that didn't didn't uh, um, contribute to uh, inflation and gas prices going up. Police. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> of course. That's why everybody's not cheered. Helping. That's yeah. why everybody cheered when interest rates went up this week. <sighs> yeah, some, I'm, I mean, uh, literally, yeah. they cheered. People were hmm. were rejoicing that interest rates went up, and that which, should curtail inflation a little. Yeah, well, so it already the theory is. There he goes. Yeah, good. It already is a little bit. Good. You would think people would not cheer if they have to pay more to borrow money. Yeah, but I've, even the investors are like, we can't, we can't take this anymore. Yeah. So that's so. Should oh. we do one more topic, or maybe we? Because I've got two more things on the list. Yeah, I didn't really. I wanted to go to this website where the gender pronouns, but I didn't really look at it too much. So maybe I should peruse it first and come because it had some pretty funny stuff. It was uh, the. Uh, 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 uwm.edu. All right, let's, let's pronouns, but we can, yeah, we'll, gender we'll, pronouns we'll, for the we'll, next episode. We'll peruse their website later in because they're very serious about you understanding the pro, the various pronouns and what to do if you use the wrong one and all that stuff. I know, I know. I'm, I'm you know, you're I'm in the, in you're the, in the trenches. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the groups. Yeah, I've been right. in, I've been in the meetings with people where they say, "Oh, it's okay. You didn't know. Here's what you can do now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then, how about this thing on grip strength? You want to bring? You want to save oh, that for yeah, another just show? Real quick, I thought it was oh, interesting. Real quick. Uh, it was. It's very quick. Um, but um, they're talking about. I was like, oh, grip strength in the news again, and they're saying, well, grip strength is probably the number one thing you can do to to live longer. And they were saying, well, because actually, you need to be able to hang on to your walker <laughs> and your cane, <laughs> and like walking downstairs, be able to stop yourself if you're falling, like on the, with a handrail. I'm like, well, okay, that's pretty obviously a good thing. So. It wasn't like, yes, you should be gripping the you know tennis balls, and if you sit there and do that, you'll just get healthier. No, it was more like a, a an actual uh, real life situations where, and if you fall, you, you can you can catch yourself, you know. But now, now where my mind was going is, um, you wouldn't need so much grip strength if you weren't so fucking fat when you're when you're <laughs> seventy years old because you're eating candy all day. Mm-hmm. So try to. Get the weight down. You won't need to grip your tennis ball so much, although I think it's a good thing to have strong grip strength. Right. But I'm thinking it's probably where the data is weird because people are so fat when they fall, they they mm. die, they kill themselves. They can't stop from falling because they're 80 pounds overweight. Yeah, my so. mind went to a completely different place when you mentioned this earlier. <laughs> grip strength. Huh? But, I, I bet I know where you're thinking. But there is there is a thing about grip strength and men. It has declined over the years for but sure. But when, when I shake a dude's hand... I don't want him to try and break my hand. I don't need somebody that strong. <laughs> you have that a friend can... that does that, and he uh, I like this guy, and he had the strongest grip I've ever felt on any human. It was like, Ugh. now, Now, he has a reason, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He has an, an interestingly... We should he, get that because he doesn't. Show. He was super interesting, by the way. He doesn't have any the whispering. The Biden whisper doesn't work on the pod. You can't hear it in, in the car. But he doesn't have any feeling in half of his hand. Yeah, he can't really gauge so how he, he strong gauge he's it. squeezing. Yeah, but... You know, for the last two years, we didn't shake hands with people, and we're back to mm. shaking hands. I've sh- mm-hmm. I have shaken a ton of hands in the last mm. two or three months. Yeah, true. And when you shake a guy's hand, the handshake should should fully engage. Like your hand should get all the way on the hand. 
even if it's hot and you're sweaty or you just washed your hands, um, not like grab the fingertips or anything. Yeah, I hate when that accidentally happens. It's like, oh, sorry. Let's and, do that over again. And you don't just like, like, just like wiggle your fingers on Ugh. somebody. No, you grab the hand, you yeah. give it a, give it like a, you don't squeeze and try and break it, but you hold on for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a second and a half. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. And if you don't do that, it feels wrong. Like something is wrong with not not you, but the other person that's shaking your hand and all weird. I'll remember a guy who's got a really weird limp limp handshake. Uh huh. I still remember one guy from high school. A super cool guy, but he had no handshake etiquette at all. Like, dude, what? what no one taught you. <laughs> I, I might I might weird. avoid a guy like that. Yeah, maybe. Like that huh. that guy. I don't want to invite him out to go for drinks. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Like even like even ladies, I don't expect ladies to have a a no. strong handshake. No, I'm more forgiving on the ladies' handshake. But I have had the dead fish, <laughs> where they just sort of like set their hand a little bit the, on there. the women or the men. The women, yeah. The women do like a little dead fish thing, and that's yeah. just weird too. It's a little weird, but it's almost like you're taking like a lady, like you're gonna kiss it, but you don't because it's not eighteen twelve or right. seventeen forty. Right, but if she puts her hand out to you like that. I want to see a big fat ring that I'm supposed to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's just a dead fish, and that's kind of yeah. it's just a little weird. weird. A little weird, but not as weird if a guy does it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna tease the rest of those. I'll move them yeah. to the next show on okay. here, and then uh, maybe we'll get a sad state of the union. God, I hope so. See, because the, there's so many things to write about with the well, sad state of the union. But the problem is, and I. This is my perspective of why you have writer's block. <laughs> actually, I was finishing up my TV pilot. That's actually all I've been working okay. on for like weeks, and I have finished it, and I've gotten really good responses on it. I will send it to you too as well because I want to hear what uh, your thoughts are. Okay. but yeah. Well, I feel like if you're going to write the, a sad state of the union and we're going to take that parody approach that we take mm-hmm. on things, if the world is really sad, it's not very much of a parody. <laughs> hmm, true. So it's not really a parody. Maybe it's, uh, hmm. if if we're gonna make fun, if we're gonna be a little bit ironic, then I feel like we can't be the sad state of the union unless things are like generally pretty good, but a couple things are stupid. Mm. It's too much truth. You're saying? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't see the humor in it. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, it's yeah. really just sad. Yeah. That's well, just a descriptor of what's going on. But yeah, I think I see. I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to have one last little tiny snort you, of the You probably Ecuador. just intuit that. Yeah. All right. And so given that sad, sad note, let's skip our game this week. Okay, yeah. Out of uh, respect for something I can't think of, we're going to stay mm. off that uh, uh, topic of... What's the name of the show? I just forgot. Three Degrees to That's Racist. That's right. <laughs> just play the intro, though. <laughs> no, just don't do that, because that'll get people so excited. They'll be no, like, no. salivating and thro- frothing at the mouth. People like this game. <laughs> we can't screw it up on people. No. We're just going to save it for next week. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's going to be good. Very good. Or in two weeks, because next week is spring break. We could... We might record, we might not. I'm not sure. Okay. But I got 52 minutes in. I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Good time to wrap up. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thank you.